Hey guys, what's up? Yes, it is about 6.31 in the morning on this Monday. I do have to work today in about three hours, just about. Uh, But I wanted to come on here with this Topics on My Mind video. We have 10 topics that I do want to get through as quickly as I can. If you'll hold on for a sec. Get some natural light in here. Okay. So, yeah, I wanted to come on as I adjust the pop filter here on the mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> Foot hit the stand but yeah I wanted to come on here and uh, like I said do a topics on my mind video for today because of course I didn't get to do one this weekend um, as I have said uh, before in a previous video uh, during the situation right now I do have family that is home so it's a little hard to do stuff um with family uh, around especially when family as you probably heard during my wrestlemania review yesterday or last night um they like to you know and it's a good thing it is a good thing uh but they like to kind of interrupt unintentionally so <laughs> they um they end up basically becoming part of the environment um, if you know what I mean. Like I said, they, they become part of the environment. You know, unexpectedly, even if you can't hear them. So, anyway. Oops, sorry, again. Uh, I think the pop filter going to that down here for a second. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm basically going to come on here and talk about a few topics. Those topics are, as I look them over right now, number one, hitting over 9,000 subscribers. I will talk about that in a moment. That is big. I, I didn't even know that happened happen honestly until somebody told me uh the second topic is about events taking place months in advance and still planning to go ahead as planned in other words events that have yet to kind of change direction or anything they're still going to go on as planned apparently unless something comes up number three idw's comics future in question yes and in case you guys have been paying attention to a variety of sources, depending whether or not you believe them, like, you know, Newsarama or whoever, uh, if you follow Clownfish TV, who have valid opinions and have close ties to the business, 
uh, we believe what they say or take what anything is said as a grain of salt. Because honestly, with Clownfish TV, they take a lot of what they report with a grain of salt as well. Like, kind of, I can kind of read into that. I mean, it's their opinion of what they say, but I kind of take what they say with a grain of salt. Uh, number four, should Sonic go back to Archie Comics if IDW has to cut some titles to survive? Yes, because one of the things uh, that gets talked about with IDW, as I adjust the pop filter here, uh, but one of the things getting uh, talked about with IDW is the fact of the financial woes, the, the debts and stuff that they're involved in right now. So, you know, they may have to do certain things, you know, sell sell off some titles, cut some tides to save money or something like that. Liquidate, if you will. Number five, uh, should major to semi-major wrestling promotions go the cinematic route for closure to some of their feuds? I have to correct that. Or some of the feuds. Some of the feuds. I put the instead of there, but I'll correct that later. Yeah, but should major to semi-major wrestling promotions go the cinematic route for closure to some of their feuds? And in case you guys don't know what I mean, uh, WrestleMania, of course, was this past weekend, both Saturday and uh, Sunday night. And two of the featured contests or confrontations uh, were done in a cinematic kind of way. That being the Boneyard match with AJ Styles and Undertaker on Saturday. And then yesterday, the Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse match with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. So the question is, should promotions go that route? We'll find out. That's what I want. We, not we will find out, but that's what I will discuss. Number six, will May be the month of a restart for our country? In case you guys don't know, uh, our president is got, has given us till April 30th to hopefully slow this down, flatten the curve enough with this situation we're currently in, to hopefully, possibly by June, the country is up and rolling again. Um, and that by May, I'm guessing it will be the months to kind of rebuild the country, restart it, get a slow rebuild in various regions of it uh, to make that happen. Number seven will be, can CAW, Creator Wrestling, video game leagues help fill the void of non-crowds for wrestling. In other words, um, we know that a lot of wrestling promotions right now are doing what they can to supplement uh, or to give us entertainment, but they have the lack of crowds. Like they might have a few people on the roster or the personnel or personnel, you know, in the crowd to act like fans or to fill that void. But basically it's, but basically, you know, um, the best option, in my opinion, to really fill that void is, you know, creative wrestling. Because, you know, virtual reality and all that, you can basically put your own, you can create your own uh, matches, your own feuds, your own promotions. And you can have actual crowds, virtual reality crowd, video game crowd, whatever, but you can have a crowd. So I'll discuss that. Uh, number eight, retailers taking a stance during the situation. And this is something I will talk about from experience as to what's going on. Uh, number nine, will Trump use Easter Sunday as a test? Yes, in case you guys don't know, Easter Sunday, a.k.a. Resurrection Sunday, is this Sunday. So the question is, will 
our president used that as a test to see if maybe we can get something going again. And then number and then number 10, DuckTales 2017, aka season 3, 2020, already setting up the Disney Afternoon Television Universe. And I'll talk about that um, as well. So anyway though, without further ado. So without further ado, if you will, let's get on with it and get on to our, uh, if I can get this linked up in places here, let's get on to our first topic, shall we? As I'm going to turn the light off here so I can see some energy. Might be a little dim at first, so I do apologize. A little dark, that is. And again, my foot hit the stand there, the tripod. Suggesting that. But yeah, let's talk about the first uh, topic uh, to discuss. And that is hitting over 9,000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, honestly, guys, I did not know this had happened. What happened was um, I was uploading a video or so. Uh, I think I was doing a a video or something like that. I can't really remember. And somebody, I think it was Frank Hill, maybe with Wild Hops, one of them came up and said, hey, congrats on the 9,000 subscribers. And I looked at that. I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean 9,000? So I looked, and apparently it is over 9,000 subscribers. So thank you very much, everybody, for that. I mean, yeah, it's taken about almost, what, we're going on 12 years this June, hopefully. You know, depending on with depending on any kind of situation not happening. But yeah, thank you very much for that, guys. I mean, I was again, I was totally surprised. I didn't even know, honestly, honest to God, honest to God, folks. I didn't even know that happened. That 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 is the truth. I didn't even know. Um, that it happened. Um, basically, it was it was a little shocker, honestly. It's like, um, like I said, it was a real shocker. I, I didn't know it happened, but yeah, I hit nine thousand subscribers, and what's funny. And uh, what's funny about that is normally when you're montaging your your channel, you know, that's the main goal you want to hit is a certain amount of subscribers. I know that just recently, who is it, Rob the Wonderful, uh, did a 7,000, uh, a 7K, 7,000 subscriber Q&A. So I might consider doing something like that in the future. But if I do a Q&A, it's going to be a unique kind of Q&A because um, if I was to ask you guys to give me questions, you know, um, the way <laughs> the situation we're in right now, folks, um, I'm not saying I couldn't trust anybody, but uh, there would be people I know that would try to submit me questions that would try to make me look bad. 
I, I just get this I just get this feeling that that would happen. So I think what I'm gonna do is something that I've that I've usually done before. I'm gonna come up with some questions on my own to kind of fill that void. Like what would like you know what are some of the things people would like to know or or whatever. So I'm probably going to do a Q&A, like I said, but it's going to be a unique one where I'll try to come up with certain questions myself so I can try to give answers to them um, in the future. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's that's obviously going to be the plan uh, going forward is to do something like that, possibly um to kind of fill that void again like i said i don't mind doing a regular q a if i had to but you know again you know we have people out there that would probably take advantage of that and be like okay here's our chance to try to humiliate this person you know i already have people because because here's the thing guys over these near 12 years in that being in being this june like a lot of us you know i've had people uh troll me try to humiliate me a little bit in fact they look at you know my room and they think oh why don't one person at one time said oh why don't you get out of your sister's room or your niece's room or whatever and i'm like what are you talking about you know that's stupid you know this is my room you know kind of deal it's people like that so you know i don't i don't want to take a chance and hopefully you guys kind of understand that again it's not that you know i wouldn't mind um I wouldn't mind helping or anything, like I said, or not helping, but I wouldn't mind answering questions. But, um, um, but honestly, I think, I think I'm just going to go the route of coming up with some questions on my own that I think people would ask respectfully and uh, go from there and, and see what happens. So yeah, all the, but yeah, uh, getting back on what I'm saying here, yeah, I hit over nine. But yeah, getting back on topic, uh, yeah, hitting nine thousand subscribers—that is a huge deal for me. I mean, I know some people hit them a lot sooner than that. You know, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit it now," and all of a sudden, like they hit it. Or I'm gonna hit, or like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit it now because because uh, um, I'm monetizing my channel and all that." And, you know, that, that's, you know, that's not a bad goal or anything, but it's more along the lines of, for me, um, I'm just surprised, honestly. Again, I'm still kind of flabbergasted that I hit that many already. And everybody knows that when you hit 9,000, that you're close to 10,000, and that's like a big deal. That's not saying, oh, you get a plaque or anything as far as I know, but that just means you've hit a huge milestone. But hit, but nine thousand guys. I I have to say, um, um, uh, basically, I have to say that I just I, again, I just want to say thank you, honestly, for for supporting me over these uh, near twelve years, uh, twelve years in June. Hopefully, if nothing comes up, because again, I I, I didn't think I'd you know get this far you know with my history when it comes to the yt and other streaming sites 
So um, again, thank you guys for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. It's, you know, just tremendous. And hopefully if I can, hopefully I'll be able to do more in the future. Again, like I said, with this whole situation we're currently going on or going through right now, it's kind of difficult. Like right now it's 6.47 in the morning. I've got to wake up my family or my, my mom in a few hours just to get her ready up and, re up and going because she has to take me to work. Uh, and the reason she has to take me to work basically is because the bus schedule or the bus service, which is start, um, which is uh, srt.org, that's a website, uh, decided to change up the uh, their uh, bus schedule for the weekdays. Um, long story short, originally the bus schedule was kind of evened out to where it was identical and both the weekdays and Saturdays, somewhat a little different on Saturdays by an hour or so, but kind of similar, similar and identical. Like I said, the only difference was an hour or half 45 minutes. Uh, now, now it's to the point that on the weekdays, it's, how do I put this? It's almost like every, 105 minutes almost an hour and 45 minutes in between in um the bus you know the bus route the bus you know it's every it's basically every how do i put this it's almost like because i know the bus uh the first bus route of the day is at 5 45 in the morning around here that the, that's the bus i take the bus route i take and basically from 5.45 to 7.30, that's almost two hours, right? But that's off by 15 minutes. So that's an hour and 45. So basically it's an hour and 45, 105 minutes in between routes, depending on, you know, the, how it's, you know, structured. So, so for me, I usually would, especially if I have to go into work early, like today, I would take the 7.30 bus um, to go to work, even if I had had to wait for about an hour or so, an hour and a half, or they might start me early, depending on the situation. And basically, that would be almost every day. Summers, you know, and that includes the summer at times, but again, like it's, you know, the summer, my family would doesn't mind taking me if they, it will save me money, it will save them money, the only thing we'd have to worry about is gas, you know, getting gas for the car. Uh, but again, but again, uh, that's, that's the only uh, thing. The weekends changed up a little bit to where, like I said, it was identical, but you know, the weekends went into more of a three hour route. So instead of the 105 minutes, hour and 45 minute um, difference, you know, or, yeah, the 100, uh, 105 minutes, minutes, if you will, or hour and 45 minute, uh, how do I put it? Um, not difference, uh, 105, basically an hour and 45 minutes in between uh, routes, you know, going in circles and you know, going the routes and coming back and all that, making stops for 15 minute breaks and things or 10 minute breaks. Um, between all that, ba basically Saturday, between all that, Saturdays were identical, like I said, except for the hour. 
except for the hour 45 minute difference. However, last year they changed it to where it was now every three hours. So on Saturdays, the first bus route would be 628. Then the second one would be 928. Getting to, what I'm, getting to the point that I'm trying to get at, basically, um, last week, as a matter of fact, it was last Wednesday, I think it was last, was it last Thursday or last Wednesday? I think it was last, it was last Wednesday. Yeah, it was last Wednesday because I had to go in early that day. Not as early as like 8.30 or anything, but early basically around the route of like 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that. And what happened was I was at the bus stop and I was waiting for my bus and I kept waiting and I kept waiting. I checked the app on my phone, the transition, uh, the transit app that's connected to it. And I'm thinking, okay, it might be a little late. You know, because I had heard the previous day that they were talking about schedules and maybe they were late because they were in a meeting. That wasn't the case because basically I checked the transit app and highlighted in light grayish green or gray period is a notice. So I click on the notice and it states that starting that day, last Wednesday, and until this whole pandemic rolls over, or at least we got somewhat of a semi-clear, you know, okay, thumbs up, you can slowly get back to normal kind of deal. Uh, basically, long story short, Start decided to change the weekday schedules to the weekend schedules. So now... Instead of doing a 7.30 route, I would have to take a 6.28 route, <laughs> you know. And that's that's not good. I don't know anything because, you know, unlike right now, I could do it, but then then what? You know, that, that's the question, then what? I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, though, it's like, Again, the only thing I heard about was the day before was schedule. I didn't know they were going to change it to be to reflect the weekend schedule because of the fact of what's going on and there's less passengers. So, there you go. So, there you go. That that really was a surprise to me. But, yeah, I kind of got off topic here. But, you know, like I said... I. And I kind of sound, and I basically did get a little off topic, didn't I? But I brought that up because of the fact that, like I said, um, you know, I'm going to, I was trying, what I was trying to say is I'm going to do content still. I'm still going to try to bring up some content and everything. But like I said, when you have family, it's a little hard to do. I mean, you got to pick, like I said, you got to pick up moments like this to try to do things because of, because you live with family. You can't. You can't, you know, just walk around it. I mean, like I said, if you listen to my WrestleMania review yesterday, you notice my live WrestleMania review, you notice I had to take my headphone down, or headsets down and all that, da, da, da. All because, you know, my mom was giving me my giving me some dessert 
which was Jello with whipped cream. Um, and she was also asking me to get her up in the morning, wake her up at a certain time so she can get herself ready to take me to work because I got to be at work today at 930. So, yeah, that's basically, uh, that's basically, you know, why, you know, I, you know, why I have a little bit of an unusual time doing, uh, videos and all that. I mean, that's why you've seen mostly a lot of Mortal Kombat lately, Mortal Kombat, um, 11, uh, videos that I've put up because of the fact that that's the best I can do. It's really the best I can do. Now, I could do videos during my lunch hour today and everything, and that's true, unless it, you know, something comes up. Ooh, excuse me. It's early. Like I said, I could probably um, do some uh, videos, do a video or two maybe during my lunch hour. Um, maybe even during my breaks if I can do that uh, to, to see where we go from to try to provide content because that's the only other way I can do it. But then again, <laughs> um, as you've noticed in some of the videos, I can't really do that because I have to pause sometimes if I'm just recording or I have to put the camera, my phone camera, down like this a little bit you know like it could be like i could be filming like this with the camera facing me the real camera but then i have to do this especially if i'm doing it live because someone might walk by and you know you know how people think sometimes times and everything so yeah basically um yeah I, i'm still trying to provide i'm still going to try to provide content and everything but the only problem is, like I said, I got to work around, like I said in one video, I got to work around the opportunities that open up to me uh, to do that. So, like I said, one of the things I do plan to do, um, possibly this week, maybe, maybe, maybe this week, depending, is maybe do a Q&A or something. But it's going to be a, a unique Q&A, you know, questions that I can come up with that I think others would ask, like, for example, Wild Hops just asked me a question here in the live chat. At is who is my favorite female on my CAW created wrestling uh, roster? And because they keep thinking Sally, Sally Acorn, which is who is from Sonic the Hedgehog, um, is a CAW character I created, is my main leading lady on the roster, and she is. She is definitely my main leading lady. She's kind of like what um, Judy Hops is, which is Wild Hops' CAW character in their CAW league, ANDW. That's ANDW. She's basically like that. Um, uh, so it's it's kind of like it's a, and it's a mutual kind of thing because on one hand, if I didn't uh, download Wild Hops' character of Judy or CAW version of Judy, then Sally would be basically on top of the roster. That it's either her or Bunny that would be on top of the roster, or whoever I decide to kind of change it up a little bit with. Um, like for example, I if you saw if you take your ta uh, time and watch the uh, DCWA WrestleMania CPV I did, um, I actually had Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony Friendship is Magic defeat. Uh, Princess Sally for the Women's Television Championship in my league. So it, it's all basically depending on, you know, who I want to go with at the time. 
like right now, um, out of favor to what Wild Hops is doing with Sally and his A&DW league, I've put Judy back on top as the CAW, as my CAW's women's world champion. So, because he's doing the same thing with Sally. He's making Sally somewhat of the A&DW universal champion on his league uh, when he gets the opportunity. But just like with me, it all depends on who they want to go with at that time. But yeah, um, but yeah, those kind of questions I, I would probably answer. But there are other unique questions I think I would try to come up with and think maybe people would ask. Because like I said, you know, there are some people that if I try to say, hey, give me some questions, people people will try to submit me questions that are like, oh, what's this and that, try to be rude and all that. And I I just don't want that. I really don't. So I'm just, I'm just going to try to come up with questions um, that I think You know, that um, I just come up with questions that I could, uh, that I think anybody, that I think people would want to know, but more along the lines probably they've thought of, but, you know, wouldn't think I would answer or wouldn't think would be, you know, reason to ask. So, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, just, but yeah, getting back on topic, just thank you guys for, you know, really supporting the channel and really, you know, giving me a chance to provide you with a variety of content because there are some things on my channel here that people look at and they're like, "What? Why? Why is he? Why is he putting you know little video clips of this and that and you know whatever?" And that's just, because that's just who I am. You know, that's just who I am. You know, so yeah. Again, thank you for for that, and hopefully, maybe before this year is out, I can hit ten thousand subscribers. That'll be something. So. Anyway, though, guys, um, anyway, though, guys, that's going to do it for the first topic. The next topic I want to talk about is events taking place months in advance, still plan, um, events taking place months in advance, still planning to go ahead as planned. <clears throat> okay, so in case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, um, Basically, San Diego Comic-Con, I was listening to this on the John Campa show recently. San Diego Comic-Con still plans to go on as scheduled. Yes, San Diego Comic-Con still plans to go on as scheduled. Um, uh, unless things come up. One of the things they keep saying is they're monitoring the situation. But I think because it's towards the end of July going into August. I think they might be able to pull it off. I think so. Uh, even though Governor Newsom um, kind of like said something otherwise, like he just doesn't see big arenas and stadiums, you know, getting back to, you know, being filled to capacity or anything by that time. But then again, you know, that's his opinion. He Right now he doesn't see it, see it um, because, you know, he does have an, you know, even though he does get along with Trump, he kind of has an issue with him being in office and, running the country the way he does but anyway though um yeah there are a lot of events still going still being planned to go on as scheduled months in advance as if nothing's happening uh for example money in the bank even though that's in may and that's a big question mark as to where it's going to be is still being advertised by wwe 
Now, the only thing I can think of that they could do with money in the bank is they have to do it either at full sale or at the performance set. I would think, I would think honestly, by May, they might be able to um, get back in back into the facilities. Um, there is word going around that they're going to try to find undisclosed locations to, um, you know, to have to have their events like Raw and SmackDown, that being WWE, you know, and and, and NXT and Two Hundred Five Live and. You know, that's fine. It's up to them if they want to do that. But um, I think, I think honestly, Money in the Bank is probably going to end up back at the Performance Center or maybe even full sale. And maybe by then they might be able to get a few people in. Like maybe there might be a limit. Like, okay, if, like, for example, the Florida governor says, okay, you know, we're going to lift the limitations. It's getting warmer now, warm weather. It's going to kill the virus, you know. Or help slow down the spread, if you will, with its heat. Because, you know, this disease, this situation, this virus doesn't like heat of any kind. That maybe you might be able to, they might uh, be able to have money in the bank um, at one of those junctures. And they might, you know, like one of those venues, like Full Sail or Performance Center. And they might be able to invite some uh, fans in. And by then, they might be able to come up with a solution like, okay, we still got to be careful. What do we do? Oh, I know. Let's separate. Let's put in small benches that are six feet apart. You know, in other words, you know, like, or maybe they just scatter the, you know, the fans around like saying, okay, here's six feet. You go here. Here's six feet. You go here. Here's six feet. You go here, you know, to try to oblige by the, by the ruling. But we'll have to wait and see. A lot of people find it kind of laughable. That's still being planned and being advertised. But, you know, if they're determined to do it, they'll find a way to do it. But, like, as well as, like I said, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, you know, they're still, uh, they're still planning to um, uh, go, on, go with it as planned. Uh, nothing has changed. Uh, the big question that was asked at the, on the John Campa show or John Campa show was, what if studios don't want to be involved? What if studios say, no, we're not going to take that chance? Um, well, again, it's a, it's, a, it's, a waiting, it's a wait and see game is what it is because what it really is up to is basically the people just following the rules. You know, there's a lot of, and honestly, there's a majority, a bigger majority in percentage of people in this country that are doing exactly that. They are following the rules. They are trying to, you know, abide by the decisions of the government to try to slow this spread, to flatten the curve, even though there are some that are still being very defined because, you know, they feel like, hey, it's not, yeah, it's a big deal, but it's not that big of a deal because, you know, people are overhyping it. So, again, it's a wait and see game is what it is. It's really just a wait and see game. And uh, I think that's pretty much about what you got to look at. Uh, do I think, honestly, San Diego Comic-Con could be canceled? I think that's a possibility. I, I'm not ruling that out. But when you have Trump come out and say, hey, I want to have stadiums and arenas filled up by August and September, you know, and he's our leader then I think it's a pretty good chance that 
if it doesn't go on as scheduled, it might get pushed back a few weeks till August to where, you know, the opportunity presents itself even more so. Um, so to me, again, it's a wait and see game. Aim, but yeah, the, but yeah, getting back on topic, there's a lot of events, even movies that are still planning to come out as scheduled, you know, without no change. So that there's that. And we'll just have to, again, wait and see what happens. You know, Trump could come out during this week and say, hey, I changed my mind. I want to get this country back up and going by, you know, the end of May. And, you know, by June, I want to see things filled to capacity again. I mean, he, you know, he's honestly looking at a drug that one of his people that works for him is saying, hey, it works. And then this head, this Dr. Fauci guy is saying, no, we don't know it does. So who didn't see that coming? You know, right? Right. So, uh, again, it's a wait and see game. And I can tell you this, no matter what the governors feel, um, if President Trump wants to get things up and running in a very, very real, real time, real soon way, manner. Um, they're going to be, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of governors, even the one here in California, that even though they do, that, you know, this, you know, even though they don't like Trump, they're not going to want to be outstaged by him and they're going to do what they have to do, even if it's reopening things at the same time, just to say, hey, look, we're going to do it. We're not going to hire, you know, we're not going to be prideful and not do it. We'll do it. So, um again it's going to be uh it's, again like i said it's a wait and see game here that's that's really what it is so yeah like a but yeah getting back on but closing out this topic there are a lot of events like conventions and you know festivals and stuff that are still planning to happen especially uh later in the year so again wait and see what what occurs so with that said, let's go on to our uh, next topic, and that is number three, IDW Comics Future in Question. Yes. So in, in case you guys don't know, uh, in case you guys don't know, IDW Comics, according to various sources like um, you say, according to various sources like Newsarama, um, Clownfish TV, uh, ComicBook.com, various other places, Bleeding Cool. Uh, depending on whether or not you believe some of the some of those articles, like I said, um, ComicBook.com, ComicBook Now, Newsarama, Bleeding Cool. Whether you believe them or not, you know, or you take the information with a grain of salt. Uh, basically, uh, long story short, long story short, uh, basically, uh, IDW Comics financially is not in a, in a good place, according to various reports. You know, financially, they're, they're kind of, uh, on the down spiral. Like, one of the things they're depending on, or they were depending on, was streaming, and now that's kind of gone askew, except for one uh, property that they have on Netflix that's getting renewed. So, yeah, 
the the future according to a lot of people is in question so where does idw go from here with that future in question and i think honestly this is just my opinion but i think honestly if i'm idw you know i look at potential buyers i do I know some people might say that it's uh, unrealistic. That would never happen. But if I'm IDW, I, I look at some potential buyers. And I just hit the filter there. But like I said, I, I look at some potential buyers, honestly. You know, I really do. And I'm just uh, moving the stand here for a second. Excuse me. But like I said, I, I look for potential buyers. You know, that would want to buy the company, invest in the company. Uh, do whatever. I, I would look at that because of the fact that uh, when you when you think about it, the only way that a company like IDW potentially could survive any situation, and I mean any situation in the future, um, is to look into potentially selling part of the company to someone else. And the question would be, who, who would they sell to? You know, like who, who, who would be the ones that they, they would sell to, honestly? Like who, who would take a chance on IDW? And I could look at a variety of companies like, you know, DC, depending on how they, I mean, DC to comics, Warner Brothers, they're donating money to uh, comic book retailers and distributors to try to keep it afloat, as some people would say. So they could be a potential buyer. Uh, you could look at somebody that's not even in the comic book business, but could take an up, but could buy portions of IDW itself to take that step. You know, you look at Netflix, Netflix is, you know, a provider for one of the IDW streaming shows that they just renewed so who's to say netflix won't say okay you know idw you want to survive you want to keep producing comics let's buy you let us buy you out let us make you part of us you still retain everything as if nothing's changed but you'll now be a netflix company it potentially that's a potential that's a potential bio right there so um it's 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 really an interesting scenario right now. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that IDW um, won't sell. I'm not saying they won't try to ride this out because even though some people say financially they're not doing so good and they may not make it, um, I I I, I could see IDW as being the the one comic book company, retailer, distributor, publisher that would survive this, but just by the string of their teeth. But the only way they would be able to survive it is, but again, the only way,
This woman talking about with family being around. Sleepwalking. Sorry about that. But anyway, though, like I said, um, basically, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I was, I was talking about IDW. That's right. Um, Uh, the only the only way I can think, like I said, IDW could survive without, um, you know, without selling, selling is to basically sell off or cut ties with certain uh, titles, even with some of the original titles or some licensed titles. That's the that's the only way I think they could survive uh, this situation in the eyes of many people. And that is to either, you know, end, you know, cut off some of the original titles or sell off and end partnerships and licenses with um, franchise titles. And that right there, that right there will lead me into the next topic, which is... Should Sonic go back to Archie Comics if IDW has to cut some titles to survive? So yeah, like I mentioned, you know, IDW, they don't decide to sell off to, you know, sell the company or part of the company to someone like, let's say, Netflix or who's, you know, 
showing or producing or you know licensing one of the properties for streaming for a streaming ser series or a series that's streaming on the service i should say then like i said the or even sell the part of the stock something to warner brothers dc comics then um the the only way the only other way like i mentioned that i could see him surviving is cutting ties with some of the some of the original titles maybe as well as maybe some licensed properties i mean right now there's talk about you know ninja turtles one of the more popular ones stopping production right now like 105 issue 105 is going to be the last one they do for a while if not permanently so the question obviously is if you're a sonic fan and you're a fan of the book which according to clownfish tv a lot of people are um should sonic should sonic aka sega go back to archie comics if idw has to cut some titles to survive because right now archie comics seems to be doing okay there's no word about them you know, ending. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're slowing down production and all that, but they're probably getting some of the people to work from home, home um, at the same time. So, the big question is: Should Sonic go back to? Should Sonic go back to uh, Archie Comics if IDW decides it's going to be one of the titles they want to cut ties with to survive? In other words, basically say, look, we got basically tell Sega, hey, look, we got to end our agreement because financially we can't afford it right now. So, you know, you're, so we're giving you the opportunity to go and make a deal with somebody else now if you want to continue the comic book series, series and, and stuff like that. So that, would, so that there, if that was to happen, that would bring up the question of should they go back to Archie Comics? And I think a lot of people, honestly, it's the honest truth, I think a lot of fans wouldn't mind it. Honestly, don't. Uh, I think a lot of fans uh, would not would not mind it. They'd be totally cool with it. Um, I think a lot of people um, would actually be like I said. Like I said, I think fans would be cool with it. They would be all for it. They would want. They wouldn't mind it. As a matter of fact, I think what I'm trying to get at is I think a lot of fans would welcome Sonic back into Archie Comics because, you know, to them, to them, it's pro to them, basically, it would be, you know, a, a way for this for the original series to continue. It's like to them, you can incorporate what IDW's done. But you could also continue the series where it was left off. You know, you've given it time, you had a change of the guard and stuff like that. Um, so potentially, yeah, there's a, there's a, a chance that they could probably go back to Archie comics. Um, Like I said, there's a good chance they could, you know, go back to RG Comics. Um, 
no doubt if you know idw has to cut ties like i said with some comic book titles just to financially survive either it's some of the original product or it's some licensed titles i could see that happening not saying it will because like i said idw would find a way to survive even if it means selling part of the stock or part of the company to either netflix who's doing one who's streaming who's licensing one of the properties to to uh, adapt into a streaming service or a series on the streaming service or sell part of it to dc comics you know with the acknowledgement that things would remain the same except now they would be owned by somebody else again potential it's a potential um that potentially could happen not saying it would but you know i i definitely could see it happening i could see because here's the thing there's a lot of comic book a lot of uh, licensed titles that were part of one comic book publisher then went to another but eventually went back to that but went back to the original publisher you know like some licensed comic book titles based on franchises would start at marvel then they would go elsewhere like let's say to an independent source and then they'd come back to marvel as simple as that um so i honestly i honestly could see something like that happening with sonic the hedgehog if like i said if and only if big if it's one of the titles idw decides to uh, sell off or not sell off but cut ties with because financially they can't continue the partnership or anything like that so i could see that potential i could see that happening not again not saying it would not saying it will but it's a potential uh, it's potentially the, the opportunity presents itself right now in the eyes of a lot of folks so should sonic go back to archie comics I think, honestly, in my opinion, it would, be, it would be a welcome sight because, you know, despite how you might feel about Archie, you know, how they treat some of the original properties or even some of the licensed properties um, in the past or even currently, when it came to Sonic, it was one of the properties that, despite the behind-the-scenes drama, I think got more respect from Archie Comics, from within the Archie Comics company and publisher, and was definitely one of the more better selling properties that they will like. They had licensed, uh, they had uh, a license to to make comics about. So, could I see it? Could I see it again? Like I said, can I see that happening? Absolutely, absolutely, I could see that happening. So, uh, anyway, though, with that said, Ed, I like I said, I could absolutely see that happening. But anyway, getting on to our next topic. Next topic is number five. Should major to semi-major wrestling promotions go the cinematic route for closure to some of their feuds? Okay, so in case you guys don't know what I mean. Um, this past weekend was WrestleMania. And two of the featured contests, two of the featured programs matches if you will and that's quick quotations matches uh was the boneyard match between aj and undertaker and then the firefly funhouse match between bray wyatt and john cena and i say like i said i say matches and quotations because these were anything uh but matches all right just cracked my knuckles there 
like I said, these were anything but matches. What these were, in effect, although they were different in stature, especially when you find out who worked behind the scenes on them, uh, these were basically mini-movies, is what they were. Um, I mean, if you were a fan of... Let's put it this way. If you were a fan of Lucha Underground, you kind of get where we're coming from with that. You kind of get what we're talking about when it comes to mini-movies. Because Lucha Underground was basically a crime drama slash wrestling program. It's like you had legit wrestling matches, but what you had for like behind the scenes, you know, backstage, that was treated like a mini movie. It's like you had this plot going on behind the scenes that happened in conjunction with what was going on legitimately in the ring. So you had that going on, on and everything. So that's what I'm talking about by mini movie. And WWE has embraced that over the past several years. They've embraced that with the New Day going up against the Wyatts at the Wyatt Compound. They've embraced that with Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and the House of Horrors. They've embraced that with the the WWE debut of the broken slash woken universe of Matt Hardy in his feud with Bray Wyatt in the ultimate deletion. And now you get that here. And now you get that here with the Firefly Funhouse match and Boneyard match. And like I said, despite the difference behind the scenes creatively of who put these together, uh, basically these were mini-movies. These were cinematic um, routes that the company went with to bring closure to some of these feuds in one way or another. Um, now, here's the thing, but now the question is, should major to semi-major wrestling promotions go this route? Well, we know that Impact Wrestling, formerly TNA Wrestling, is doing this at times with Rosemary and with their Rosemary character and a few others. Uh, we know AEW is going to be doing it soon, if not already. And we know that Major League Wrestling, MLW, could do it. So the question is, should they? And I think they absolutely should. I really do. Especially AEW. They got Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy creatively could help bring a lot of the Broken Universe into AEW. And just imagine some of the cinematics we could get out of that. You know, with Matt Hardy against Chris Jericho, the elite against the inner circle, stuff like that. It'll be really, really intriguing. I think we're already getting examples of that or samples of that. But I think I think as time goes on, we're gonna get more of a sample of what you know what you know they they could be capable of um in the future. Um so yeah, I think honestly they can they could honestly um, go that route. They should. They should go that route, in my opinion. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I mean, honestly, when I look back at WrestleMania this weekend, I look at the fact that even though Bray Wyatt and John Cena and Undertaker and AJ got the treatment with their matches, their fights, 
I think of two others that should have got it. Those two being the last man standing match with Edge and Orton. And believe it or not, I think the other one should have been Otis and Dolph. I mean, those those two, those two matches, those two storylines, to me, were perfect for cinematics. They were. They were perfect for the cinematic treatment. And I think people would have gotten a kick out of them. I really do. I think people would have gotten a kick out of seeing these uh, matches or feuds come come to a culmination um, in this kind of environment. So, so, so again, sorry about that. Um, so again, could I see? Could I see them going that route? Absolutely. I mean, when I looked at, for example, MLW. Um, had Major League Wrestling this past week. And what's funny is one of the standout stars, MJF, who also was with AEW, talk about day and night. MJF <laughs> is undefeated in all elite wrestling, but when it comes to Major League Wrestling, he's gone from being like the top guy, having a mostly winning record to just losing constantly to where he lost a loser leaves MLW match um, this past week, this past weekend. So, <laughs> so you know, yeah. So yeah, when I look at something like that, I definitely think something like let's say MJF and Mance Water, like I say MJF and Mance Water, I definitely think could have probably. Probably could have done with some uh, cinematic work when it comes to them. I think they could have really, you know, could have, I think Major League Wrestling could have could have given the treatment just probably a small bits of it to MJF and Mance Warner, and it would have. I think that really would have really would have helped. I really do. Heck, like you take a look at the Contra unit that MLW has as a stable, and I think Contra unit. I think Injustice and the feuds and stuff they're involved in with individuals, I think could really benefit from cinematic use as well. So, so I, that's honestly what I think they could do with them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think honestly, you know, some, I think honestly, a lot of, a lot of wrestling promotions right now. And as we get back on our feet down the line, I think should go this route. I think they should go the, cinematic route to end and put closure you know put finality to some of these uh feuds that they got going on some of these feuds some of these rivalries because i think if you do that that's going to make it feel more epic it's going to make it feel more big so i think honestly yeah i think they should i think you know i think wrestling promotions major to semi-major they should go this route and I think it would benefit them in the long run. All right, number six. Number six is, will May be the month of a restart for our country? Okay, in case you guys don't know what that means. Uh, basically, President Trump has given us till April 30th now, at the end of this month, to try to slow the spread, you know, stay at home, stay safe. Uh, except for those of us that have essential jobs like I do. Um, but basically stay at home, stay safe, 
and he's trying to flatten the curve, try to open the door of opportunity to get more medical supplies and get, you know, more medical supplies and stuff out there to get people better, to get us back on our feet, which to me opens the door for May to be the restart of our country because he says by June, he wants the country up and running again fully, uh, which I don't think is a total, is totally going to happen, totally going to happen, but we'll have to wait and see. But could may be the restart month of our country for our country. It's kind of 50, 50, but I could see it happening. I mean, my mom basically told me yesterday that, she was watching the Ten Commandments on Saturday, which they showed on ABC, the classic Ten Commandments. And the number 40 just stuck in her mind because of what they went through 40 years and all that. So the question is, are we going to go through an additional, are we going to go through an additional 10 days is what I think she's looking at to make it 40 days. You know, that's a good question. You know, a lot of things especially from a religious standpoint, you could look at things as having a lot of symbolism. You really could. So uh, could we get another additional 10 to 15 days when it comes to May? Absolutely. Absolutely, we can get an additional 10 to 15 days. Not saying that's going to happen because we have right now 24 days left until to see what, you know, what opens up, what opportunities present themselves. And within 24 days, you never know. The weather might get warmer, which it will. By the grace of God, it will. So who's to say? Um, I think, honestly, you, um, May will be the restart. I think it will be. But again, I, if I'm wrong about that, I'm wrong. Because there's a lot of people that still look at the fact that this could go on longer. They, they, they feel it could go on for another few months, another half a year and it's all because the media just blows it up a lot bigger than it should be i mean again it's not something again i'm not saying it isn't something we shouldn't take seriously it is it is something we should take seriously but honestly it's but honestly um i believe that when we get into may we're going to be probably on the rebound probably a lot sooner than you think so, I mean, as I was saying earlier, you could already tell that there's something going on in Washington because Trump wants to, Trump says he know, he sees a certain drug as being kind of like a cure or a vaccine or something that could help out. Well, and, and somebody that works with him agrees with him. But then you have this Dr. Fauci who um, is kind of iffy, like he's a top, you know, disease specialists and everything. Um, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, it's like, it's almost like, you know, he, anytime the president says something positive or tries to lift the spirits and say, you know, we're going to try to aim for this. Oh, and this might help. It's like Fauci or some people like Fauci or aligned with Fauci try to shoot it down. Like they may agree somewhat with what the president said, but not entirely. Like the extension to April 30th to try to slow the spread. Fauci did agree with, but the medication part, the drug part, he's not too sure of, even though one of the other advisors that uh, Trump has says this thing does work. So 
it's it's uh, it's it, it, it's it's a unique situation. But do do I see May as? Yeah, there is no need to be scared, bug, uh, double B bugs, if you will. I understand that. Uh, but like I said, you know, is May going to be the restart? Again, it's fifty-fifty, but I believe it will be. Will it be right away? No. I've got a feeling that he'll make an announcement come April 30th that will kind of indicate a a set time and date as to when things will start to slowly, as to when and where we can start rebuilding, restarting our country, you know, rebooting the country back up, powering it back up, if you will. And if you think any of the governors are not going to abide by that, I would be totally... um, (laughs) <laughs> I'll put it this way. I wouldn't be totally uh, too. Sh- I wouldn't be too totally sure about that because I think some governors, if not majority of governors, will be like, "Look, we may not look, we may not like Trump in office right now, but you know, we're not going to be upstaged by him." And I think what's going to happen is they're going to come out and they're going to basically announce, announce that they're going to lift or loosen the restrictions and all that, you know. Uh, very slowly, day by day, week by week, week, to just to just abide by what you know what Trump is trying to do. So, so again, I I don't think again it's just me. I don't I don't know if May is going to be the reboot or the restart, but I'm I'm almost certain that something's going to come up up uh, very soon, and it's gonna kind of clue us in as to what's going to happen and i think somewhat in may not at the beginning but somewhat in may we're going to get we're going to start we're going to get the okay to start rebuilding and restarting and going from there so again it's a wait and see game but uh will may be the will, will the month of may be the restart for our country i think honestly it's going to but it won't be until maybe i would say first full week, second full week of the month that we start getting in that, uh, uh, we start going that direction. Because I know of one thing, Trump wants to get this, because I know of one thing, we've got the election coming up this year, and I think Trump wants to try to focus on that too, and he can't do that while he's focusing on this. So so it, I think, honestly, we're going to, um, we're going to probably hear, we'll probably get some kind of answer uh, on April 30th, that's going to say yes. We're going to stop. We're going to we're going to lift the re- restrictions. We're going to loosen things up now. We're going to slowly get back into regular livelihood, and and we'll probably get a, a kind of a date and ideas to when they're going to do that. And then, like I said, if you think the governors of each state and are not going to abide by that or try to, you know, do you know do one better, I think um, I think you got another thing coming. I mean, when you think that. So, anyway. To So, anyway. Uh, and Bugs here says that hospitals are testing the vac, reading the vaccine in hospitals to see we got it. To basically, I guess, see if we got the vaccine correct or something. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, so, next topic on my mind here. Number seven. 
can CAW, Creative Wrestling League's video game-wise, help fill the void of non-crowds for wrestling? In other words, can, let me let me re- re-say that. Can, wrestle, can CAW, Creative Wrestling, video game leagues, feel, help fill the void of non-crowds for wrestling? In other words, can people like my, can CAW leagues like the one I have, which is DCWA, or the one my friend Wild Hops has, ANDW, or the ones that are more well-renowned like CCL, Card Champions League, or DCA, Destiny Championship Alliance, or Superstars of Card, which is SCAW, or XGWL, or what's the other one? Allure Wrestling, if you will. Can these leagues help fill the void of non-crowds for wrestling? I think they could. I really think they could. And and here's why I think that. Here's why I think that. I think that they can help fill the void because even though the events they put on, whether they're weekly events or their version of a pay-per-view, which they call a CPV, um, I think they could fill the void because even though it's simulated or you're playing as one of the characters, created characters of yours, um, at least you're doing something that's more identical, more closely relatable to what fans associate a major wrestling event or show being like. You know, for example, I uploaded and premiered last night a near four-hour WrestleMania for my CAW League DCWA. And so far, I've had about, let me check here. Let me check for, 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 uh, for, for a second. I've had about, as of right now, with a few of my viewings, you know, just you know, like little skim throughs, if you will, I almost have about 30 views, and that's since 10.15, which isn't bad. So that's not bad at all. Um, So, yeah, about 30 views. And you might say, well, that's low, isn't it? It is low, but, again, it's not too bad because it's going to continue to grow. Um, Anyway, though, like I said, I put that on, and even though one person was watching it, I'm sure others have watched it, and I'm sure a lot of people, like this one person, my friend, thought they were good, thought, thought most of the matches were good. Uh, but again, getting back on the question is, can they feel the void of non-crowds for wrestling? In other words, could they feel that void of having a big event and with a crowd in there, even though that crowd's a virtual you know, reality crowd, in other words, a fictional crowd, watching the event in a stadium arena-like environment. I think they could. I think they really could. And I think, honestly, you know, even though you got WWE and AEW and other promotions trying their best to provide entertainment even within uh, closed set areas or undisclosed uh, venues or what, what have you, empty arenas, even though they're trying to you know, provide that entertainment, 
even with some of the personnel or fellow wrestlers in the crowd acting as the fans, I think CAW wrestling, creator wrestling, a la the video games like 2K19 or 2K20 of WWE, I think they could fill the void for non-crowds of wrestling. Because, again, you have the crowd, you have them watching wrestling. I think they could do it. I think I think these kind of things could help fill that void right now until things get back to normal. I really do. Because, you know, you need some kind of entertainment that's close to what you're used to. And I think this is the best opportunity that you have. So that's just my thought. All right, on to the next topic here. Next topic, retail is retailers taking a stance during this situation. Okay. So in case you guys don't know what's going on, in case you guys don't know what's going on, a lot of retailers out there, including the one I work for, I'm going to work for today, have decided to limit the customers that come into the store. In other words, limit them to maybe 50, 60 customers. And the reason they're doing this is to help slow the spread. Because a lot of people, if you've gone on social media like Facebook or Twitter, a lot of people have come out and basically talked about the fact that when they go into a Target, when they go into a Kohl's, when they go into a Walmart, a Costco, a Winco, you know, a Safeway, a Lucky's, a Safe Mart, Albertsons, Kroger's, when they go in there, they notice groups of people like families with kids and all that, you know, standing side by side in massive lines along with all the other people when they should be abiding by the social distancing rule. So what retailers are doing, super centers, groceries, you name it, what they're doing is they're saying enough's enough. You guys You know, you guys are leaving us no choice but to do this because you're not listening to the guidelines. You're not abiding by the rules to try to slow the spread. So we have no choice but to go this route. And believe it or not, there are a lot of people that are actually, I'm going to put it this way. There are people that are actually happy about this. They're saying there are some people are like, okay, it's about time you did this. It's a good thing you're doing it. And then there are others that are not happy about it because it's like, wait a minute, why why are you doing this? Don't make sense. You're going to make us wait out there and, you know, and some people will say, well, you're going to make us wait outside and get even sicker or something like that. And it's not the fact that retailers want people to get sick while they're waiting outside. It's what retailers want is for people to abide by the rules. If you see a sign... I am plastered on the floor that says, please stand six feet away, social distancing. You know, they're not saying that for, to make the, they're not putting that there to decorate the floor. They're doing that so you abide by the rules, you know, to keep yourself safe, to keep others safe and try to slow the spread. But, you know, that's, you know, that's obviously not working. So the next best thing is to say, hey, look, we can only let a few in. Like if five come out, five go in. If one comes out, one or two go in. You know, stuff like that. We're trying to keep retailers, like the one I work for, are trying to keep people safe and healthy. 
That's what they're trying to do. And it's not just it's not just the customers, it's the associates slash employees as well. That's why retailers are taking a stance right now during the situation by going this route. Again, people may not like it, but it's right now it's the best solution they got, you know, to help, you know, not only provide the essentials and even non-essentials um, that you want on to, um, want to have, but it also keeps you safe. So that's why that's why the retailers like the one I work for are doing this. They're not doing it to hurt you. They're doing it to help you. Because obviously nobody's listening to the rules. So what other choice do these retailers have than to do this? Now, is it a permanent thing? No, it's a temporary thing. It's very temporary, and I think, and I think honestly, it'll be over, over before you know it. As long as we do what is necessary to slow to slow the spread. So, any so that's why they're doing this. So again, I don't think it's going to be forever. I think it's only going to be for maybe a couple months, and then we'll see what happens. All right, number nine, the ninth topic here is, will Trump use Easter Sunday as a test? Now, in case you guys are wondering what I mean by that, um, Easter Sunday is the original date that Trump wanted to try to get things going or try to end this and try to get the country back on its feet. Obviously, that had to be extended by 18 additional more days. Obviously, what I'm trying to say is, that had to be extended by 18 more additional days. So now the question is, though, with Easter coming around and that being one of the holidays major-wise that families like to get together, is will Trump use that day as a test? Well, religiously, this is Holy Week. A lot of folks, like my mom and certain members of my family, which they are, prob- which they are probably correct about, if not re- are indeed correct about, Uh, believe something miraculous is going to happen uh, that's going to help slow down this pandemic in a big way. Um, Which I totally believe because don't ever doubt the word or power of God, in my opinion, because if you do, (laughs) uh, yeah, that's not a good thing. Uh, But anyway, anyway, though, uh, Trump, I think this week's going to make an announcement. I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I think he'll make some kind of announcement that he's going to lift the band, if you will, on social distancing for Easter, but then bring it back into place afterwards so that we could still try to slow down uh, the spread and keep people safe. But I think he's going to slowly raise it up, kind of, you know, lift it. For Easter, so families can get together. But I think he's also going to do it so he could use that as a test. He's going to, in my opinion, I think what Trump's going to do is he's going to lift the ban for Easter, then he's going to bring it back into place the next day. But he's going to do it not only so families could get together, but he's going to do it as a test to see what happens afterwards. Like if there's no affection, if like if there's no infections or cases reported throughout uh, the Easter week, Easter break week, if you will, then that's going to help him maybe target 
April 30th as the day to kind of end the social distancing and kind of get the country back on its feet. So I believe, honestly, in my opinion, he's going to use Easter Sunday as a test to see what happens. And then if there are no cases that occur afterwards, after social distancing is put back into place the next day, if there's no new cases made or reported, then he's going to probably target April 30th as the date to lift the restrictions and try to get the country back to normal. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. If I'm wrong about it, I'm wrong about it. But again, I think that's what's going to happen. Honestly, I really do. All right. The final topic here, number 10, DuckTales 2017, season 3, 2020. Already setting up the Disney Afternoon Television Universe. Okay, in case you guys don't know what that means, if you've been living under a rock, uh, DuckTales uh, Season 3 premiered this past weekend. They premiered with uh, the episode Quack Pack, which was the second episode for Season 3. The first episode was the Senior Junior Woodchuck episode. Um... Both had Disney guest appearances. One in the Senior Junior Woodchuck episode had an appearance by a animatronic character as a bird that is from the, what is it, Tokyo Disney, I think. Tokyo Disney. So the bird's from there. So yeah, Tokyo Disney had their one of the animatronic bird characters, guest star, on uh, I'll make a cameo on the season on the first episode of season three of DuckTales Ales uh, 2017. And then season and then the second episode, which premiered afterwards, which was Quack Pack, gave us the DuckTales 2017 appearance of Gene the Genie, as well as the appearance of Goof Troop Goofy. And what this did is established that not only is Goofy legitimately in the same universe as Donald, the same town, same universe, whatever, but it also finally establishes what we've always figured was the truth, and that is a Goofy movie is indeed Goof Troop the movie, and that the only reason they didn't call it the Goof Troop movie or Goof Troop the movie is because the last time they called one of the Disney Afternoon shows the movie for a theatrical release, DuckTales Treasure of the Lost Lamp, it didn't do so well. But yeah, Goofy did make an appearance. It is confirmed that he is legitimately in the universe, not just, you know, because of the plot that Quack Pack, the episode Quack Pack called for, but also because of the fact that legitimately he is one of the close friends of Donald. Uh, and again, like I said, it does establish that a Goofy movie is indeed Goof Troop the movie because Goofy has a moment with Donald where he talks about the fact that, you know, to have a normal family, have a normal life, sometimes you have to deal with the unpredictability that comes with it. And he shows, while well, he's talking about this, he shows pictures of Max. Yes, we see Max. Max is also in this universe. And so is Roxanne. Yes, Roxanne as well is in this universe. So, so again, like I said, it, Confirms that Goof Troop is part of this, this part of the uh, DuckTales 2017 universe. 
And it also confirms that Goofy movie was always indeed Goof Troop the movie because they also acknowledge the sequel, an extremely Goofy movie uh, as well. Well, I think they acknowledge that a little bit, but they acknowledge uh, Goofy, like I said, being a photographer in the first Goofy movie, which again, like I said, establishes that Goof Troop was indeed, that Goofy movie was indeed, I should say, Goof Troop the movie. And that the only reason they didn't give it the Goof Troop name in any shape, in any shape, shape or form was because the last time they gave something the, the gave something the movie treatment before that, it didn't do so well, and that was in the box office, and that was DuckTales. But yeah, these, uh, but yeah, it does set up, but yeah, already it's setting up the Disney Afternoon, Disney Afternoon Universe, because now we have Goofy, Max, and Roxanne from Goof Troop, a Goofy movie, oh, Goof Troop slash a Goofy movie uh, confirmed. So the, the question is now, um, who is next? Who's next to make an appearance? Um, there is an episode that they got upcoming called Ragnarok, the, something called Ragnarok, something like that. And I've got a feeling we may see either the Rescue Rangers or we'll see Kit and Molly from Tailspin. I, I, I've got that feeling. I could be wrong. Maybe won't, we won't see them till later, but I've got a feeling the Ragnarok one's going to give us another Disney afternoon, uh, appearance, guest appearance, whoever it is. I'll be excited to find out if it's the rescue Rangers. I'm definitely tuning in for that. If it's Kit and Molly grown up, I'll tune in for that too. But well, but it's a, again, it's a wait and see game, but already the set, but like I said, it is the topic mentioned. So already setting up the uh, Disney afternoon theatrical, uh, the Disney afternoon television universe with Goofy's appearance and the acknowledgement that not only is Goofy, Legitimately in the same universe as as the Ducktales gang, but so is Max and Roxanne. So that's really really cool to see. E and cannot wait. Uh, but I cannot wait to see uh, who you know appears next to really establish. Uh, the universe, the Disney Afternoon Universe, television universe, thanks to DuckTales 2017, aka DuckTales 2020. I can't wait to see who's next. Again, the Ragnarok one to me uh, is going to be possibly the next big one where we see a Disney Afternoon uh, cast, whether it's the Rescue Rangers or the or um, or, or Kit and Molly. Well, it's going to be something. We'll have to, again, as I say in all my videos, we'll have to wait and see. But I've got a feeling we're going to be in for a treat when it's all said and done. I really, really think we'll be in for a treat. So, yeah, the, but yeah, as of this weekend, especially the second episode of the season three of DuckTales 2017, they've already started setting up the Disney Afternoon Universe. With Goofy's appearance and the acknowledgement that not only is Goofy part of the same universe, but so is Max and Roxanne, thus confirming that Goof Troop that Goof Troop is part of the same universe, and that Goofy movie was indeed Goof Troop the movie, no matter how you look at it. So, 
so yeah, can't wait to see who guest stars next. And it might be the Ragnarok episode we get the next appearance, but that's up in the air. And as I always say, we'll have to wait and see. But anyway, though, guys, that's pretty much going to do it for my uh, topics on my mind uh, stream. Thank you all for watching, or re- watching or listening in this case, because I will be transferring this to uh, podcast to the audio version of to the uh, podcast as on uh, Anchor.fm, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Radio Public, Stitcher. Breaker Audio, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, um, and many others. I will be uploading this uh, to them as well, so you can uh, check them out over time. Like I said, I'll be uh, turning this or kind of uh, extracting the audio, so you guys can listen to it on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Player.fm. Uh, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Breaker Audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many others. So that's really all. That's really that's what I'm trying to say is that's really all. All I've got to say, guys. So if you don't mind, I'm going to get myself some coffee now and get myself ready for work. Got to get my mom up so she can get ready to take me because again like i said the bus schedules like i said earlier uh, have changed because of what's going on and that's really about it so till next time guys god bless take care and have a good rest of the day and stay safe and stay at home home and help slow the spread peace out god bless i'm out